Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Retreadcast, Retreading Business's globally reaching video podcast series. I'm joined as usual by my father, David Wilson, publisher of Retreading Business. So David, tell me today, what have we got planned for, for our show? Well, today we're starting off in Italy, where we'll be talking to Alessandro Vila, the retreading equipment expert, most recently associated with TRM. Alessandro is now an independent consultant, and we'll be talking to him about the latest trends in the equipment market. We'll also be going over to the US to talk to our regular correspondent, David Stevens, the managing director of TRIB, who will be updating us on the latest developments on the other side of the Atlantic. Okay, well, as usual, that sounds like a good balance of topics, good balance of geographies. Um, so let's get straight down to it and we will listen to that interview with Alessandra Vila right now. This week on the Retread Cast, we're focusing on the market for retreading equipment. And with that in mind, we're very happy to be able to talk to uh, Alessandra Vila, who has uh, many years experience as a retreading machinery expert most recently with TRM. Alessandro, welcome to the Retreadcast. How are you doing? Thank you very much, David, for the invitation. Thank you, you. Yeah, not at all. Well, not all our viewers will necessarily be aware of this, but we, we know that you recently parted company with TRM. Tell, tell us what your plans are at the moment. Yes, at the moment I'm considering for my future, the target market, uh, and I'm evaluating where my skill uh, can make a difference in their business development strategy. I'm still looking around. Perfect. Okay, well, uh, we have a number of questions uh, for you. We wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the retrain market, uh, the machinery market, you know, some of the trends and developments that are, that are taking place. So uh, perhaps we, we can start uh, by asking you uh, what you think are the key trends that you've seen in the equipment market in recent years? Yes, I, I spent my last uh, five years in the retailing market. I saw in the, in the last year one process that I call aggregation, where the tire manufacturers started to be strongly involved in the, in the business, especially in Europe, and follow with the model that we have already seen in US, also in Europe, they started to buy and to make acquisition of the main retailers. This is a process that I suppose is going ahead also because now the retrading is part of the value chain of the tires product. And uh, the other part that uh, we have seen, uh, the other effect is uh, the increasing complexity. Uh, five years ago, or we, we can go also already more back uh, 10 years ago, in the retrader, they have a very small amount of product uh, to retrade. Then uh, started to come uh, the cheap tires, uh, that increased the complexity, but uh, what really increased the complexity was the, the answer of uh, the tire manufacturer that started with the second and third brand in order to fight the, the low price. Uh, at the moment, uh, in the retraders, uh, we see a very a plenty of uh, different tires, different sizes that uh, the retraders were not able to manage some years ago. This is the main effect that I saw. Okay, so uh, equipment is uh, very important for retreaders, obviously. So what are the key areas that retreaders are currently focusing on and, and how can choosing the right equipment help in that process, do you think? In, in my opinion, the, the main point where the retreaders have to 
to focalize is the quality because the outgoing quality is still due to the skill of the operator. So that it is necessary that the, the outgoing quality will be the most stable in the market in order to have the perception of the high quality. At the same time, the, uh, the customer are able to have a traceability in the processor. All uh, the, the goods that we buy in the market have the traceability and also inside the trading process, we need to have traceability. But uh, all of that, we need uh, to, to take care about efficiency because the customer is still looking for price when buy uh, trader tires. Sure. Well, uh, efficiency, of course, is uh, is vital to retrailers, especially when you're talking about uh, uh, retrailers having to compete on on price with uh, with new tyres from uh, from uh, different parts of the world. Uh, efficiency is vital. So, what, in your view, are the gaps in efficiency currently affecting the retrailing market, and and what are the areas in in which retrailers need to improve? Yes, as, I, as I said before, it's very important that uh, the outgoing quality is related to the skill of the operator and that the retraining market, unfortunately, still requires a very huge uh, human effort uh, and uh, that uh, we can translate also in high turnover in some retrader. I, uh, I personally visit the retrader where we had uh, more than 40% turnover in a year. That means that the outgoing quality has a very big variation important is that to keep this much stable as possible in order to give the correct quality level to the end market. And also if we compare with the reference market, the new tire manufacturer, we can see that there's a very big gap in terms of efficiency due to the big amount of people that are employed in the retailing business comparing with the new tire manufacturer. We employ at least five times more people to produce the same amount of tires. But also the production means are very different in the new tire manufacturer. A building machine for truck now is able to produce at least three times more than 10 years ago. But if I compare with the building machine in the trade, we never had this big gap in terms of efficiency. Also, uh, what uh, we, we need to, to take care of is about the energy cost uh, because the autoclave uh, is not the best uh, solution. We have, uh, of course, uh, uh, possibility to improve because we have uh, process that still use uh, the same uh, process uh, but with very high efficiency level like uh, the composite of the glass uh, industry. And also a very important point uh, in order to increase the efficiency is to have the traceability of the process, not only about the product, uh, but using uh, technology like uh, RFD, phone casing or barcode in order to track uh, and to improve uh, the quality of the service. Sure, yeah, you talk about uh, technology and the ways in which uh, retailers can improve their processes using technology. Can you give us some more information on specific ways in which uh, retailers can help uh, make themselves more efficient by the uh, sensible use of technology. Yes, it's normal for me to, to use this benchmark for uh, some machine in the data trading business, uh, the machine tools. Uh, if you look a lot now a late, uh, that is normally used uh, in the, the shop floor, uh, is uh, more in line with the space shift uh, than uh, a machine that we are uh, able to, to know some years ago. 
and we, we don't have uh, such, uh, uh, such device in line with the, the state of the art in, in the retrieving. Of course, uh, uh, we have uh, one HMI, a human uh, machine interface, uh, that is very simple for the operator to be used. Uh, doesn't need so much training. Uh, it's completely linked with the MRP and the mobile system, so you can access from remote to the machine. Then you have the full collection of uh, data process. Uh, also, some, uh, something that is important to, to add uh, in the retrading, uh, is uh, the use of a robot for handling or to some automatic warehouse system. We still have a lot uh, of a transport system made by, by hand uh, without uh, any control. And uh, one thing is the, the monorail. Monorail is very cheap, uh, but it's not the best uh, solution uh, to have a continuous flow in the, the plant. The bigger traders started to, to install uh, some uh, road conveyor device in order to guarantee a completely flow inside the, the plant. And another very important thing, uh, in my opinion, is the use of strip winding technology, percussion, for thread, for sidewall, that uh, help uh, to decrease the complexity because you just need to manage uh, the compound uh, and the rest of flexibility you achieve uh, through the extrusion device. Also, to extend the use of scenography ultrasound system, in order to check uh, the quality of the casing, this uh, will help uh, the retrader to increase quality and to have uh, a better efficiency. At the same time, uh, you can substitute uh, or uh, to have uh, this system to help uh, the operator like a 3D camera device uh, in order to support the inspection and the control of the machine. The technology is available uh, just uh, to look around and to see what's happened in the other business. What is very important in the retrading is to find the correct trade-off between price and cost. That is always important for the retrader to balance. Absolutely. Uh, so tell me, uh, uh, just to wind uh, this up, what, what's, what in your opinion is, is next for the retrading industry? What, what trends can we expect to see in the coming years? Yeah, in, in general, I, I see that the retrading is, uh, is under evaluate uh, the, the component of the green wave because uh, we, we know that uh, retrading is an uh, important uh, part uh, of uh, this uh, green approach that we can have uh, in the business. Of course, we have uh, some, uh, some area that uh, we, we are still uh, a very, very big part of the retrading like uh, the truck, uh, OTR, uh, aircraft, uh, but uh, for, for instance, passenger is uh, very undervaluated. In my opinion, and I have already heard some, some rumor, there are some interests from uh, car makers and also tire makers because due to the increasing in uh, electrical vehicle that you are a very rapid wear of uh, the tires, you are able to have uh, a more uh, number of casing to be retreader. That is something that uh, I'm expecting an increasing again in this business that we lost in the last 10 years. Another very important thing that I suppose is also the truck that are substituted the tires in the agricultural business. This is also an area that very few traders are active. And of course, there is this brand new 
area that are related to the non-pneumatic tires. So non-pneumatic tires, uh, all the tire manufacturers are involved in this strategy to develop uh, such uh, kind of tires. And we need to understand which is the at the end of the life, uh, the casing to be retrieved. So retrieved, I suppose, uh, is still a business uh, with very high possibility to go ahead. Okay, uh, Alessandra, that was a fascinating insight into this uh, subject. Thank you very much for joining us on the Retreadcast, and we wish you all the best in your search for a, a new role in the industry. Thank you very much, David. And that's it for our interview with Alessandra Vila. We hope you enjoyed that. And now we have our second feature. We're off to the United States to talk to our regular correspondent, David Stevens from Trip, who was interviewed recently by David. Here's that interview for you right now. Today, we're delighted to welcome back the Managing Director of Trip, David Stevens, to the Retreadcast the latest in what will be a regular series of updates from the North American market. David, a very good afternoon to you and welcome back. Thanks, it's great to be back with you guys. Excellent, so it's only been a few weeks since we spoke to you last, but things are moving so fast in the environment in which we currently find ourselves, it's difficult to keep track of the latest developments in the markets at times. So tell me, what's the latest news from the US? Well, I think the last time we talked, you know, there was uh, there still remained a lot of uncertainty from a lot of retreaders still trying to figure out the overall impacts to their business, uh, adjusting to the new realities of coronavirus. And I think, you know, in conversations I've had with some of our members uh, over the last couple of weeks, um, they've started to see, you know, uh, have a better understanding of, of how their businesses are being impacted, um, settling into some of those changes of new ways of doing business. And, and in some cases, you know, not seeing as dire an impact as they initially uh, predicted. Um, you know, I think people were, many retreaders, if you look in the aggregate over the U.S., are down anywhere between five and 10% compared to a similar time frame for 2019. Um, but even in the last couple of weeks, uh, we've seen those numbers start to pick up again in terms of, you know, with parts of the U.S. reopening and, and commerce happening on a, on a greater level. Um, you know, now the question is, you know, obviously we're seeing a lot of hot spots in the U.S. And is that going to lead to more closures and sort of bringing stuff back? So there's still some, a great deal of uncertainty. Um, but, you know, I think there's still optimism in the retread sector, you know, things weren't as bad as, as they predicted, and it's still very regional and fleet specific. So if you're operating in one of those, you know, COVID hotspots where things are shut down and, and you know, there's uh, strict stay-at-home orders, it's obviously impacting you a lot more than places that have, have opened up and, you know, commerce is flowing again. And again, it's, you know, very fleet specific. So uh, those, you know, waste haulers obviously are, are still taking a lot of waste, um, but buses, uh, you know, the entire bus industry has, has really been hurt. Um, 
but if, you know, from a consumer's perspective, uh, if those people aren't going out to the stores, they're having more and more products delivered to them. And those vehicles that need to deliver those products uh, need a lot of tires. So I think that there's still some cautious optimism uh, depending on what happens within the U.S. in terms of coronavirus through the rest of the year. Um, you know, people are, it looks like we will be down year over year for the full year. Um, but there's a lot of um, a feeling that things are starting to claw their way back and hopefully they'll stay clawed back as we move through the end of the year. Um, I think, uh, I think one of the things that um, has helped a lot of the retreaders here in the U.S. is taking advantage of the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP, that the, the government has implemented. And the idea is that it was a, a series of low-interest loans uh, given to companies that had 500 or fewer employees, and really it was to help them cover their payroll costs, um, not lay off people or shut down operations, you know, give them an injection of cash to be able to keep operations going through what we hoped would be a, a shorter lived um, pandemic. And at TRIB, we did a lot of uh, information and education for our members about the PPP program, how to apply for it, what metrics you needed. Um, and we really encouraged our members to take advantage of it. And um, the, the Small Business Administration has released some statistics. And so we know that about in the US, almost 200 retreaders took advantage of the, the PPP program here in the US. Um, and we're talking about millions of dollars of, uh, of loans that went out to all of those people. I think uh, the total number was somewhere between 140 million and 246 million dollars that went to that group of 200 retreaders depending on their size and needs and that really provided a, a, a strong lifeline for the retread industry to be able to continue their operations and and hopefully bounce back um, even stronger than before excellent that that's uh, that sounds like uh, uh, a good uh impetus to uh, to move the industry forward and to help it uh, get over what a difficult times it, it it seems like the the whole market is very much a, a moving feast and isn't it at the moment you know it's uh, it, it, things change so quickly and uh, and from region to region it's the same in europe you know one minute uh, you, you find certain uh, countries uh, seem to be getting over it and then they uh, they uh, uh, remove the lockdown and then suddenly it's uh you know you get a spike again and uh and and people are looking at the market uh differently so so i, I guess it's uh uh i guess we won't really find out uh what will happen for quite a for quite a while to come yeah, yeah. So, uh, so tell me uh, uh what else is on on the cards for, for, for trim at the moment well, I mean, I think we, the things that we're trying to do is is stay on top of a lot of information for our members and make sure that we get that to them to help them with their businesses. Um, I, we also, you know, we have a, a really strong partnership and relationship with uh, the TRMG group, which is the Tread Rubber and Repair Materials Manufacturing Group. And they uh, are known for creating their industry recommended practices across a number of different tire repair, retreading, uh, recommended practices to deliver a quality product. And all of those recommended practices are available uh, through TRIB's website. And um, just this week, they announced that they've created a new um, 
buff texture sheet. Um, many of your viewers and readers might be familiar with what was called the, the RMA buff texture sheet. I'm um, sure I remember it well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so um, the TRMG group has, uh, has updated that buff texture sheet um, and are manufacturing it through one of their members, Tech International here in the US. Um, they've updated all of their uh, um, recommended practices documents to reflect that new new sheet. And um, that sheet is available for purchase through the TRIB store. Um, and for TRIB members, there's a 25% discount to be able to buy that sheet. So it, it's a, just another tool in the toolkit to make sure that retreaders can deliver a quality product when they're buffing their tires down so that they understand the, the buff texture that they need to get to to create a quality uh, end product. So it is, that's available to TRIB members worldwide? Yeah, it's available to anybody. We will ship worldwide, um, and it's just uh, if you if you go onto the Trib store, uh, you can find it there. And if you're a current Trib member, um, you just get in touch with us, and we can give you that discount that you uh, are eligible for to purchase those. Well, I'm sure there'll be a, a, a big demand for that. I remember uh, when I was with the RMA, we used to get inquiries about the buffing uh, texture sheet. Uh, time and time again so uh, so i think that will be a, a useful addition to uh, uh for, for many retreaders yeah. so uh thanks very much david for the update uh and uh, i'm sure we'll talk to you again uh, in, uh, in two or three weeks time and uh, we look forward to uh, welcoming you back to the retread cast thanks i look forward to joining you guys again and hopefully we'll have more good news for the retread industry here in the us thanks a lot And that's it for the latest edition of the Retreadcast. We'll be back again soon with some more interviews from around the retreading world. What can we expect to see in the next issue, David? Well, for the next edition, we have an interview with Marcos Guzman from B&J Rocket and Gilles Wauti from Vulcan Vulcab, who will be talking about their recently announced distribution agreement. We'll also have an extended feature on the ReCircle Awards, including an interview with the CEO of Autochromatech, Renzo Cervidei. Well, as usual, that sounds interesting. Um, obviously, I'm particularly excited about telling people more about the ReCircle Awards and trying to promote that event that we're running. But uh, for now, that, that is it. I look forward to being back on the Retreadcast soon. Until then, thank you for watching and stay safe.